one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Are we ready to go? Day 15 of the program. So rolling into week two, I, I love this week. This week is all about consistency and maximizing. Literally doing all the things that you can do to be as proactive as possible in terms of getting and keeping that scale moving. For example, did you read the science post on Saturday? It talks about set point, which is a massive major focus of the program, lowering your set point. Um, it's a big conversation because there's so many reasons why when you lose weight, you gain it back. One, because you're constantly starving and forcing and depriving your body to burn fat, which reinforces the need for it. And because people want to lose weight so quickly, but not allow their body time to adjust to their new weight. So their new weight becomes their new norm. We also talked about this with Dr. Pfeiffer in terms of like your, your sodium and your saturation levels, right? So it's a big conversation. Did you take time to review the science post? Is this your second, third, fourth group? And you have yet to read the science post. Have you watched the food plan video? So you even know the rhyme and reason behind what we're doing. Are you struggling to get the water in, but you didn't watch that conversation with Dr. Pfeiffer? So that's what maximizing is really having a deep, deep level of understanding of what you're doing here, having a deep level of understanding of why you are here. Like, why are you here? And only you can come up with the answer for that. So we give you lots of resources. We have this book. It's got all the information in it. You can highlight, you can make notes. It's really easy. Like when you're struggling with the information, but you haven't bought the book off of Amazon, right? Like for what this sells for, you you can't print it off at home. It's cheaper than if you were to print it off at home. It really is there for resource for you. So if you're struggling, you're like too much information. I've lost in the Facebook group. I'm not a techie person. Buy the book, buy the book. You know, we have the app, which is amazing. It runs you through the program. There's a database in there. You can review the information ahead of time. There's all those guides there. Do you know what I mean? And then we have this maximizing checklist, which if you're in the group, we rolled out today. It's also in the book. It's also in the app. I I sort of loosely counted the other day over 150 things that you can do to get and keep that scale moving. Because what's going to happen? People are going to pop up in the group. I'm doing everything. Why isn't the scale moving? Oh, I swear I'm following the food plan. I'm drinking my water. Why isn't the scale moving? Well, what are your stress levels like? Do you know, how's your sleep? What health issues are you dealing with that you could, you know, do this or do that to help address them and level up? Are you moving your body? You don't have to join a gym or do step classes or anything like that, but are you getting out? Are you moving? There's so many things you can do. Supplements. I don't know about supplements. Do I need them? Go see your doctor. Get your blood work done. There's so many things that you can do. Set your intentions. End of day reflections. If you're having a hard time, you're skipping your meals and snacks. So that's what this week is about. Food plan wise, same old shit. Hit all your meals and snacks, make them nutrient rich. If you're not hungry, make sure you have those token amounts. Don't skip them. If you are skipping breakfast thinking it's going to get you ahead, it's not. Absolutely. It's maximizing to get that breakfast in. Yeah, you can skip it, but it's better if you have it. Do you know what I mean? Are you making an effort to get that water in? Those are the basics. We are at the very least expect expecting that you're following that food plan as consistently as possible and you're getting your water in tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk to Dr. Paul. He's going to join us. We're going to talk supplements. Listen, they're not miracle drugs. They're not ketones. They're not fat burners or none of those things. They are basic things like omega three, <laughs> which are, which with enough, without enough good fat coming in, your body can be reluctant to release the fats. Great for brain health. So important for so many things. Unless you're eating finish three times a week, chances are you're not getting enough of it in. Vitamin D, you know, even though the days are longer, the sun is shining. If your vitamin D levels drop low, it signals weight gain. Like in the winter time, when, you know, days are shorter, there's not, there's not as much light. Our vitamin D levels drop, but it's more inclined to store fat. So that's one thing. Plus, I mean, all the other things. It's important for magnesium. 
Your body can't function really well with the magnesium, um, especially when it comes to converting foods and when it comes to your body get, getting what it needs so it no longer feels the need to prevent. Magnesium is a big one. So many people are deficient in it. So they're just super basic. So they're not nothing really exciting, but that's the whole thing behind them is that they are so basic that if you are deficient in them, then your body can't function at like even a baseline level. So we need your body to be able to function at its best. So that's what it's about. So definitely not make or break. But join us for that conversation tomorrow. Uh, we did a poster program on the weekend. If you're in the group, I've been making notes of the questions that you guys want me to ask him. He's going to be on a few times. We're going to keep the conversation going with him. Um, so yeah, so that's what this week about is, is that's all about maximizing. If you want to know what more can I do? Well, we have a huge, massive, gigantic list of things. <laughs> so what do you do with that list? I would go through it and just give it a read over. You can tick off the things that you're doing. You can tick off the things that you still need to do. You can print it off. We have a PDF version, uh, version, version, version in the group. So you can print it off if you want. So you can have multiple copies of it and every week pull it out. Every Sunday, every Monday, as you set your intentions for the week, pull it out and just remind yourself of all the things that you can do to help get and keep that scale moving. You can score yourself. You can give yourself a score at a 10. So on a scale of one to 10, how am I doing with managing my stress? What are the things that I can do to help with my stress? On a scale of one to 10, how's your sleep? What are the things that you're doing? On a scale of one to 10, what's your movement like, right? Like, are you, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself a 10 because I'm walking my dog three times a week, but you're not getting your heart rate up. You know, maybe your dog's older, you're walking kind of slow. It's great. Maybe you're giving yourself a 10 because it's the best that you can do, but you don't get a 10. You don't get a 10. 10 is getting your heart rate up, maybe doing some resistance training, you know, really being super active, you know, 45, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, at least every other day, if not every day. Do you know what I mean? So, so this is where you want to get really real. Now you may realize that there's a lot of things you can't do because you're restricted. So maybe for whatever reason, you can't move your body. Maybe for whatever reason, you can't drink as much water as we suggest. Maybe for whatever reason, you can't do this, you can't do that. But that doesn't mean that it's going to stop you from reaching your goal. Sure, maybe you don't have the advantage that other people do, but usually if there's a certain area, and Dr. Pfeiffer talked about this with water, if you can't get the water in for whatever reason, there's so many other things that you can do. So that's what this week is about. So I hope you're excited because if you can't tell, I'm excited. <laughs> because in the be- in the beginning, we know this is coming out and we're kind of limited because we don't want to overload people who are new to the program, be like, here's 150 things you can do. So we got to get focused on those basics. Be so super consistent with the food plan and look to other areas to maximize. And now we're able to have this conversation and show you there's so many things that you can do that are going to add up and make a big difference. All right. Um, I saw someone going to Tromblog, traveling, um, getting away. I hope that you guys get out and about and you travel your asses off, especially at the last couple of years. Remember, we did post that travel post uh, a couple of weeks ago. So it's there. If you're using the app, you can just search travel and that post will come up. It's got some great tips for you. We are expecting you to um, travel. We're expecting you to not be able to follow for whatever reason. We're expecting people to get sick. We're expecting people that need to take time off. That's why we run the program by day. So today's day 15 of the group. So let's say you are going on vacation tomorrow and you're, you don't want to follow the program. You're just going to eat all the things, do all the stuff. You're not even going to worry about it. Right. So you can, when today's day 15, you leave tomorrow. When you come back from your trip, you start at day 16 and then you just keep it moving forward. Or you can continue to follow to the best of your ability. Maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it doesn't even really resemble perfect, but you're still tracking because it still represents you showing up for yourself in your life. Do you know what I mean? So you do have options when it comes to traveling. Still struggling to get my water in every day. Okay. But are you asking what you can do about that? Or are you just owning that? Right. And this is really important. Still struggling to get my water in every day. Okay. How about what can I do right to get to better get my water in? So use the app set. There's notifications you can set on that. I'll find yourself a nice glass. Like I have certain glasses in my house that I can just down this. It feels like in seconds and it's so easy. And then I have other glasses that I'm just like, yeah, I don't like this glass. It seems so silly. Um, get yourself a water bottle that you love or you enjoy. Like I can, you know, I love this one. It's ridiculous. No one needs a, you know, a rhinestone encrusted rose gold water bottle, but I fill it full of water and fill my glass up all day. 
Um, you know, some people put elastic bands around bottles, you know, whatever you can do, uh, to, to remind yourself to get it in, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, what can you do if you know that you're, have you watched the video with Dr. Pfeiffer? Really to, and that, that may seem like that's not something you can do, but if you can reinforce why it's so important and understand why you need to get the water in instead of, and I'm not saying this is you, it's some bullshit. Gina's telling us we got to drink like X amount of water. It's so crazy. It's ridiculous. It's not realistic because I can tell you science is saying 2.5 to three and a half, right? But maybe you need to go to the Harvard study or the Mayo study and read it for yourself to really have it be like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not just, just no, just Gina telling us what to do. It's actual science. And then listen to Dr. Pfeiffer. He's an oncologist. He's a, you know, well-respected doctor. Listen to him talk about why you need more water. Like have it connect with you. Do you know, it's the same thing with at like, Eating it after dark. Well, as soon as it gets dark out, right? Because I know some of you are still struggling with with eating in the evening. I'm struggling. I, I read so many comments on the weekend. Because, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Well, first of all, recognize being extra hungry, heading into the even after, evening after you've eaten six times that day, nutrient-rich foods and ate it to satisfaction. Chances are you ain't hungry. You're not hungry. Do you know what I mean? You probably eat more and more often than you ever have in a really long time, or at least more nutrient-rich foods, and you have not hungry. Chances are your body is heading into detox, which which is being extra hungry after you've had a day like that. Or maybe you need to drink more water. Maybe, or maybe you're still awake at one o'clock in the evening, so your body's like, "Hey, yo, you you're awake. You should probably eat." And once you say, "No, I'm going to bed. I'm not being active," right? So, so when you really understand that, as soon as it gets dark, your body pumps this chemical. We all have heard of it, melatonin through your system to wind your body down and get you ready for sleep. Your body does not want you to eat. It wants you to sleep. It wants you to go to bed so it can repair and build. So, so do you know what I'm saying? And you may think, well, I'm just, I, I don't want to eat at night because of calories or whatever. And it's none of those things. So really truly understanding the rhyme and the reason behind the things that we're asking you to do can help with that belief system. Do you know what I mean? And help you actually make those changes because you have those aha moments. You're like, oh, do you know what I'm seeing? Like water, Dr. Pfeiffer, like you're down 500 milliliters just by breathing each day. Just breathing. Breathing is a whole bottle of water just by breathing. And then because you're eating so often throughout the day with this program and process, you need even more water. Do you know what I mean? So, 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 so really go into it. Really, really try to understand it because that's what's going to help you work through issues and associations and beliefs and habits and all of those things, really understanding what you're doing and why, you know? And, and it's work. I'm not going to sugarcoat the water. So you're going to have to do work. You're going to have to make changes. You're going to have to do things you don't like. It's not going to be convenient. You know, people want life changing change. They want to lose so much weight. It's going to change their lives, but they're not willing to change anything or do anything. You know, there's things that you're going to need to do steps you're going to need to take in order to achieve that change. And I think what prevents people from kind of do making the changes, they feel like on the other side, it's going to be this whole thing. What you're going to do is you're going to lose your weight in such a healthy way. You're going to realize that the way you're living before doesn't work for you. Yeah, you may perceive it as easy, but every day you felt uncomfortable in your body. You were miserable. You were tired. So yeah, you have to drink a little extra water, but you fucking feel 10 times better. Do you know what I mean? You feel comfortable in your skin. You got better energy. Your skin actually looks better. You know, for a little bit of work, the payoff is massive, you know? So, so however you can frame it. Hi, Julie. Good morning. All third group for me, 70 pounds down, 70 pounds down. Scale is bouncing, but wearing jeans today, I haven't worn in years. So changes are happening. Love this program so much. I love this. So when you lose large amounts like that, and Julie, I know you know this, right? Your body will at some point take some time to solidify the weight that you've lost. There's so much that goes into it, you know? So each each program is going to be just as beneficial, but your body's going to be focused on other things. So if you find that, you, especially if that's you, you lost a lot of weight and the scale isn't moving, really pay attention to what's happening in your body. Because it'll be mind-blowing. You can literally drop dress sizes and not have the scale move because you're giving the body the resources to repair and rebuild change. It's way too early in the program at this point to to assess if things are working or not working for you based on the scale. We are weeks away from getting to that point. It is still so normal for people's scales not to move yet, but you should be seeing something happening. If you're making change, you should be seeing or feeling change. You should be noticing a difference in your energy or your bowel movements or your sleep or whatever 
that might be, or and also a change in your body. If the scale isn't moving, you should be noticing your body changing. So although you know, I'm you know, you can I'm not telling people to take measurements because you know measurements are so independent of what people are measuring. It can be a great idea to be taking measurements or taking photos. Measurements are kind of like your body, for example, like your if you measure your legs, right? They can be wide like this, but say you're like walking more, and then what can happen is they can really kind of slim down, but then be wider the other way as you build up your quads and your hamstrings. So then your measurements might not show much of a difference, although the composition and the structure of your legs are changing. So that's why taking photos of yourself can be such a game changer. Just so you know, um, let's just so you know, with the app, we don't have access to your photos. So we can't any of the, like, if you want to put a photo of you naked or in your underwear or whatever, you can totally do that in the app. We don't have access to that. We're not looking at them. We can't use them. We, we, we don't have, like, we take privacy with our app real serious. Um, that thing is locked down. So we don't have access to your photos. Just so you know, if you might be hesitant about adding them in there. Um, reached a new low this morning. Hi, Court. Uh, hi, Cordy. Officially 62 pounds down since my first program. Ah, so I'm not picking and choosing what I'm reading. I'm just randomly scrolling through. If you guys want to know how I do this, I just have an iPad. Oops, that's me. Um, these are, where'd they go? These are all the questions pop up. I just kind of scroll through, see what comes out. So this is one of the things I love about the live, especially if you're actually in the Facebook group watching it live, um, is to hear the comments from our returning members. There, there's so much there's so much inspiration and motivation. All you have to do is really look for it. And sometimes people will internalize when they see someone losing a lot of weight, get pissy at it. Well, they're losing and I'm not losing. If they're losing, it means you can lose too, you know? So really find inspiration in that. There's there's definitely no shortage. Hi, Patty Thompson. Uh, where are you? Woke up with a major B up my ass. I sat for that in a few seconds and then decided to reframe that. Spend time reflecting on what I'm grateful for, feeling a lot better and I'm ready to conquer the day. You know, that the kind of energy that you're showing up for yourself, not just when you're losing weight, but everyday life is, is really your responsibility. And that's what I love about this program, really bringing awareness. Yeah. You know, like, listen, things happen in our lives. I'm dealing with this situation right now with my kid and my kid's dad. Oh my God. I got so much shit fucking piling up in my lap. Um, you know, and it's work to make a conscious choice to not want to just drink a bottle of wine and lie in bed all day and fester in my funk and be pissy and sad and mad and all those things. It's, it's, it's hard fucking work to show up for yourself. And I was watching this thing on mental health the other day, this great guy that I follow. And he's just saying like, it's work. Like, Sometimes all day long, you have to kind of constantly be reframing your mindset. You have to be choosing to think. And I don't want to, it's not, I don't want to get into toxic positivity. You're not trying, you're not trying to convince yourself or not feel your feelings. You definitely want to honor your feelings. Like, especially when it comes to dieting, like some of you just straight up mad that you spent this much time doing it. I would be too, man. The diet industry duped you. Time, energy, money, lying to you, promising you the world. You know what I mean? Making it seem like it's your fault every time you gain weight back from doing their shitty crappy diets, you know, so many feels and so many feels are tied into people's weight, weight loss journeys and dieting, stuff like that. And then there's life trying to focus on yourself when you got like a million other things going on. Can I just like do something for myself here? It's so important to you, but it feels like the whole world is working against you. It's not, it's challenging you. And the world is, is challenging you with things that you need to learn and you need to work through to accomplish the things that you want to do. So when it comes to weight loss, we have this thing where when I lose my weight, I'm going to this and I'm going to that. And it's going to change my life in this way and that way. And I'm going to start dating. I'm going to go for a job and I'm going to, you know, we have these ideas of what we want our life to look like when we've lost this weight. So understand that while you are trying to lose the weight, you are going to be challenged with all of those things so that when you do reach that goal, because there's no reason why you can't, you're ready for it. And everything that's going to come at you when you reach that goal, like me, I've got a big goal of like really, um, you know, I don't like to say challenging or disrupting the dynasty, really, truly making it better, man, for what I want to do and where I want to go. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be work and I'm going to be challenged in a lot of ways. 
on my road to getting there, you know? So whether it's work stuff, family stuff, friendship stuff, whatever you are being challenged with by life, it's there for you not to ruin your life. I really believe that it's the universe working for you. So when you are, when you are challenged with these feelings coming up, it's not your body trying to screw you and make you miserable. These are things that are bubbling up to the surface for you to work through and deal with. And sometimes we don't want to deal with them and, but we do what we want to feel them. And this is where you fester in them, but that's where you have the opportunity to really recognize that. And when you recognize you're doing that, you can make steps to move through it and past it and get to the other side of it, you know, but you're about to honor a lot of times people just stuff. I, I don't feel like that stuff it down, stuff it down. And that's what I like being grateful. So setting your intentions each morning can be like, yes, drink my water, but it could also be, you know, be present in the moment. You know, it can be like, be, be, you know, be mindful of the things I'm grateful. You can write down things that you are grateful. It just changes your brain chemistry, you know, so that, that in prioritizing yourself and showing up for yourself and being mindful of the things that you're doing, you're, you're, you're doing that with everything, not just what you're eating and drinking and stuff like that. So feelings are going to be such a big part of this process. I'm just telling you right now, it's going to be super feely. You're going to think it has everything to do with the food and the water and supplements. It doesn't. Most of people's success is based on the fact that they have to show up every day and continue to show up long enough like to, to reach their goals. And that's the hard part, man. And showing up on days where you're just like, fuck this shit, you know, that's what chances are you're going to quit. You're going to quit. You're going to, or you're going to want to quit at some point. You're going to want to quit. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to be like, screw this. I don't want to do it. But then, then what? Then what are you going to do? Do you know what I mean? You've done all the diets. They're all shit. They're all the same bullshit. Eat less, exercise more, whatever. Lose it fast, gain it back plus more. Even the, all the weight loss drugs that are on the market that we all know you can, yes, you can lose the weight. It doesn't teach you anything. You're just going to gain it all back. As soon as you stop paying a thousand dollars a month for that, whatever prescription is, you know, it's, it's the same thing. Real sustainable, maintainable weight loss. It takes a lot of work and it's not just what you're eating and when the physical work that you're doing, it's the mental work. Cause this is a big conversation. So if you are, if you're getting close to reaching your goal or you're just new to the group and you're thinking about maintenance or your ability to maintain and sustain it, or, or really like want to see the full picture of what we're doing here, listen to the maintenance lives and the maintenance conversations. We have this way in Wednesday that we have, we do a panel on Wednesday in the maintenance group and you guys have access to these lives over on the podcast, or maybe you're listening to the podcast. Podcast now search them out way in Wednesdays and it's conversations with people who have been successful at reaching their goals. And once you reach your goal, I hate to tell you, there's a whole other shit you got to work through. You got to trust that you're going to be able to maintain it. You got to trust that you're in tune, that you know, your body's needs. There's so much you got to work through, man. It's, it's, it's craziness. It's fascinating and it's exciting and it's amazing because people are legitimately living lives where they're maintaining their weight successfully, but that doesn't mean that there isn't conversations around it. I highly suggest you go check it out just to kind of be interested. Rough, uh, rough weekend being on a course all weekend. Tried to stay on plan, but didn't make it a hundred percent, but that's okay. Hubby's birthday. Brain was fried from the course. Yeah. So you're tired. So I decided to have the cake, hoping brain was too tired to register. It did register. Scale was up to pound, but it was totally worth it. Back to maximizing today. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would tend to guess that the scale was up less because of the cake and more so probably because you're tired and your brain was fried. You know what I mean? Or, or, or you were really consistent during the week and your weight is up, not because of cake, not because you're tired, because it's actually about to move. You're going to hear this more and more people saying, man, I ate my face off this weekend and the scale was still down today, right? Because that's because it's weight loss is based on momentum, not what you did yesterday. If the scale is up, it's based on what you did yesterday, but if the scale is down. It's not what you did yesterday. It's in the day, in the weeks and the days leading up to get your body to go into detox mode, to follow through and then to actually see that be translated on the scale. The scale is never really telling you what's happening in real time. It's always like a little bit later because it's a little bit laggy in terms of, um, you know, what you're actually seeing on the scale, you know? So what you want to do is make sure you're staying on top, getting that water in back at it today. So, you know, it's really as simple as that. Um, good morning. Hi, Emanuela. Scale is slowly going down from going up from my vacation and flight back home. Did okay yesterday. Ate dinner late, but I managed to do some prep and got all my shopping done. So at least I don't have an empty fridge now. Love that. Fine tuning is literally my focus this week. That and a drop drop those four pounds to get back down to my lowest low from the end of the program. Just need to give myself a pep talk. Yeah, man. Travel. So great for weight loss. Remember, I talked about this at the top of the top of the segment today. Um, we have that travel post. 
travel is so great for weight loss, change of change in change in stress levels, maybe different kind of stress, tend to be more active. It's really that flying and that that plane. It can take you like a week to get hydrated after flying because it's the altitude sucks the water out of you. So it can take a while for you to get hydrated again. Plus then you get home and then a lot of time we're stressed because we're coming back to work, the things that we need to do, like having to run and grab our groceries. And do you know what I mean? There's a lot to it. It'll come back down. It'll come back down. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Vicky. Hello, hello. Uh, happy Monday. Excited. If you already take magnesium, should we still add trace minerals, which trace minerals I see to vitamin D and magnesium separate. So you want to make sure that you're getting your electrolytes in, which you can easily get in by way of food. We talked to Dr. Pfeiffer about this. Um, lots of foods contain electrolytes in them. So as you're eating more nutrient-rich foods, you're drinking more water, that kind of offsets that, right? So but um, adding electrolytes uh, can be a great idea. So the ones that I have to concentrate here at seawater with magnesium added, it's a different kind of magnesium than suggested. So with the program, I suggest magnesium citrate, which really helps support the body's detoxification process. So it's a little different. You can take both. Um, if you are already taking like, you know, other vitamins and whatnot, then you want to make sure you're still getting sodium in your diet, right? So if you're just making sure you're salting your foods or add a pinch of salt to your lemon water in the morning, you just want to be mindful. What happens is, is that you know, people for so long were told that salt was so bad, but your body needs salt. Um, and when they start eating, um, I hate the word clean. I hate when people say clean food. It's just a healthy, nutrient-rich food. It's not dirty. Food's not dirty. That's the problem I have with saying it's clean food because food isn't good. It's not bad. It's not clean. It's not dirty. It's just but when you kind of like clean up your diet, for lack of a better word, you tend not to eat as many processed foods um, and so- so- foods that are higher in sodium. So you just want to make sure that you are getting enough. So if you are adding in trace you're taking, you know, other things like that. Chances are, and you're eating healthy, nutrient-rich foods, you're probably fine. So the magnesium I'm suggesting for an actual magnesium supplement, which would be different than the magnesium that's in this. There, there's like 30 different types of magnesium. So there's one that's specific to the program, uh, which is the citrate, really easily absorbed, um, beneficial. It, it, it absolutely helps with bowel movements, but that's not why we're suggesting it. It also helps with sleep as well. Also, not why I'm suggesting it. Although those two, those two two pretty great side effects as well. Um, like for example, the magnesium, and we're going to talk about this more on Monday. Um, people say things like a sleep aid, um, you know, it helps us with your melatonin. So your, and it works also works with vitamin D and omega three. They all really work synergistically. Like they all work together, um, which is all why I'm sort of suggesting them. You want to make sure that at the very least that you, your levels of these are topped up. You know, some people are not going to have any issues, not don't need to take any supplements. Some people are very depleted, especially if you've done years of dieting, you know, not eating a lot of nutrient rich foods. And then you people will be like, well, if I eat, if I eat healthy foods, I can get enough magnesium in my diet. The problem with that is that you'd have to curate what you're eating in order to get enough magnesium. And then we have to also factor in your digestive system and how that functions and your microbiome and oh my goodness, all of that. Um, so for example, the sleep, the magnesium works really well with your melatonin production. When your body's winding you down, pumping melatonin through your system, magnesium works really well with that. But if you were to take that magnesium during the day, it's not going to make you sleepy, right? So that's how it kind of all works together. So, um, we're going to, uh, go over those supplements. You'll have an opportunity to, uh, review it, then listen to Dr. Paul, make a list, go talk to your health. There's no rush and running out and grabbing any supplements for sure. I had a plan 
plan on the weekend to stay on plan, but I didn't follow it up 2.2 pounds this morning, not beating myself up. I have no excuses going to maximize and move forward. Yeah. So, so let's maximize, move forward, but also let's reflect on how you feel. Like let's sit in your feelings for a minute. Some people are like, Oh, I'm just going to forget it, move past it, which is, which is great. I love that you're moving forward, but also something to be learned about recognizing and bringing awareness to how you feel. You don't feel great, right? Like, so in the moment on the weekend, you probably felt like those choices were a bigger payoff, right? So they were going to be hashtag worth it, right? Like it's, I don't see that in here. I made a plan on the weekend to stay on plan, but I didn't follow it, not beating myself up. So you didn't say hashtag fucking worth every single choice I made. Yours is like not beating myself up. So you're probably recognizing you are ragging on yourself a little bit. So take a minute and be like, how do I feel? Do I like how I'm feeling today? Right? Like, why did I make those choices that like that make are making me feel like this? Or and when you make that connection, and it's not to berate yourself or get on yourself, it's to make the connection so that next time you go to make those choices, it's easier for you to say to yourself, How am I gonna feel? Not just in the moment having this or doing this, but the next day or on Monday. Do you know what I mean? And you're gonna make those connections that, oh, like this isn't really working for me, or I'm not getting out of this what I think I'm getting out of it, or it's not hashtag worth it in the sense, like it's not actually making me feel better. It's not adding any value, you know, and then you might still continue to make that choice. But the more you bring awareness to that, it's not really a choice that makes you happy, truly brings you joy, truly brings you happiness. And you connect it with how you're feeling now, you're more likely to start reinforcing that new behavior of not doing that, right? So it is really good to, I love yes, moving forward, definitely don't berate yourself, but also be like, do you know what I mean? Like in the moment, how was I feeling in the moment? What was I thinking in the moment when I had that? You know, and maybe you were stressed. Maybe you're like, oh man, I was just dealing with a lot of stress and whatever. So this is where you might be like, okay, I'm dealing with a lot of stress right now. So maybe I need to start doing things. Like I'm dealing with a lot of stress um, and not to talk about myself, but I can only talk about myself because it's the only example I have. I'm an under doing, got under a lot of stress right now. So I've been drinking like a bottle of wine a night. I did it last night and I didn't yesterday. And I woke up to this morning. And I said to Tony, wow, so amazing how much better you feel when you don't down a whole ball of wine the night before. And so, you know, and it was very hard for me. And it was like the universe was testing me because the stress just didn't stop. I was under stress and the stress just kept on coming. And I so many times thought about that wine over and over and over, even talked about the wine. I'm like, I want the wine. And I said out loud, I'm having a really hard time not having the wine. Um, But, you know, I'm recognizing that the wine isn't helping. So was it easy to not have the wine? No, not not at all. Did I want it? Yes. If I would have had it last night and woke up today, I probably would, would have regretted it where, you know, previously it was hashtag worth it. And so it's work. It's work, right? It's, it's work to not make those choices, but you have to, you have to, what makes it easier is recognizing that they're not working for you. Do you know what I mean? So when you take time to reflect on that, and then today's going to be another day where I got my water and I'm going to work to get my water in. I'm going to make sure I schedule my workout. You know, I'm going to get outside. The sun is shining. So it's really about bringing awareness to the choices that you're making. You're either making choices that are falling in line with your goals, or you're making choices that aren't helping with your goals, but are hashtag worth it, or you're making choices that are holding you back from reaching your goals. So you just kind of want to figure out, you know, where does this choice land on that scale, you know? Good morning. Good morning. First time getting into the morning live this time. I joined once more on the last day. It's good to hear your voice. Hi, Derek. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, just a reminder, you can, you can download and listen to the lives, um, by way of podcast too. So if you, um, you know, you're out for a walk or you're driving or whatever, you can download and listen. But hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Good morning. Uh, hi, Karen. Had some challenges last week, uh, with getting meals and snacks and ended up a bit derailed. But determined to show up, move on day by day. By the way, I've started a list of Gina quotes. So I love that. Yeah. So, you know, here's the thing. Your days that you're not perfect, they count. The choices that you are making add up. I think that's really important. And that's why I love this. Just keep moving forward. Like every day isn't going to be perfect. That's just not realistic, but they still matter and they still count. Like, especially with people with their, with their, with their apps, right? They want it to be perfect. They want to check up all the things they want it to, and it's not worth checking off or not worth accounting for if it's not perfect when it's 
so cool. And if you haven't picked up this book, Atomic Habits, you really should. In, in one part of it, it talks about how it's all the little things that you're doing that really add up and make a big difference. And then it's how consistently you're doing all those little things. And it's, it's just amazing and mind blowing how they add up. You think the smallest little things don't, but they do. Hi, Anne. Hi, Gina. I have a wonderful, unexpected non-scale victory to share. Although I am thrilled with all the changes in my body over the last four months, I am completely gratified with reading and talking about all the successes in my personal, uh, my personal GL friends are experiencing. Thank you from all of us. Oh, so many of you are, are here with friends and family because you spread the word, you know, because uh, suggesting people do a weight loss program is weird, right? Um, but I know also like when you, when you do the program, when you get to the other side and you finish, you think everyone should do a program like this, not just like weight loss aside, just, just, just to, just to, you know, just to understand what their body needs to be healthy and feel really good. Just to understand the work that goes into prioritizing yourself. Just going into, you know, the work, the work through old habits and your issues and associates. Like you can make a real change in your life. Do you know, not just the things that you're doing, but with the, with who you are and the energy you're putting out there in your brain and how it's wired. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, and you know, when you bring other people to the program, the process, it's so exciting to see them showing up and it's that, it, you know, the, the, it's like a movement. Whenever I've, I've ever gone and met other members of the community that they, they never talk about the weight. They never talk about the weight. It's not, no one's like, Oh my God, I lost 40 pounds. Oh my God, I do 60 pounds. They're like, Oh my God, thank you. I've never felt better. You know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and then whatever. And that, that's really what it comes down to. It feels good to feel good. And it feels really good when you introduce something to your friends and then they're feeling really good. So if you can imagine, this is why I have a team of the most amazing people who like all of our program specialists. This is why I'm saying reach out for help. You have, I wish you understood how much our team cares. And, and how amazing they are. Like, you know, we're highlighting them each week with kind of, we did um, Janine's, their advice each week, which kind of highlights their bio because you should really, it's not about look at them and it works. It's about read their stories. And, you know, um, it, at the end of this program, whenever you have certain new people come on our team, if you want to work for us, we have a whole career section over on our website, by the way. Um, but they're always like, it's a cry fest. It feels really good. They, they see people who struggled in the beginning who are success stories at the end. And it feels good to feel good. And it, it feels really good if you're a part of helping people feel really good. I mean, that's a big part of my passion when I'm do the program and show up every day. And, and then it be, it's, then as we go on, it becomes less about weight loss, which is really exciting for me, believe it or not. And it's more about people actually like feeling hopeful and about making change in their life and, and really addressing health issues is a real, like what people are able to do with their health issues. Because, you know, especially if you're dealing with some health issues, it's just like, you feel like, Oh my God, like there's so many things you should be doing that you could be doing. And with this program, you are doing them. It's amazing how those, again, those little bits add up. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. I I keep talking about doing a get together. I, I eventually want to do like a a big get together at Livy Loser convention, something fun. Like, can you imagine, you know, so many people on the road or, or have reached this amazing goal and done it in such an impactful way and, and getting us all in a room together. And like, I just, oh my goodness, I just think it'd be such vibes. I set reminders on the app to remind me to drink water every hour because sometimes I good, sometimes I get distracted and forget weekends for me are the worst. Yeah. So I, I'm the same too. Like I, so, so your body has this thing where it supports you. And so if you're a kind of person who gets really focused on something or really into what they're doing, your body's going to help you stay focused on what you're doing because it seems really important if you're really focused on something. The problem is we're like so focused on a million things all day long. Everything seems so important. So your body is supporting you staying focused on this task. And then that's where we can get into this thing of going all day long without eating or all day long without drinking. And we're just not thinking about it. And then that habit of focused and not eating and not drinking and not paying attention. It's a, it becomes a habit and it becomes your norm. So this is why people be like, Oh, I could go all day long without eating. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. If you can go all day long without eating, your body's not telling you you're so disconnected because your body's given up on you. It's like, what's the point in telling her she's hungry? She never listens anyway. So your body's given up. And then it's running the show. And then it's just like, well, you're going long periods of time without eating. You're not going to give it the nutrients it needs. So when you do eat, I'm going to take everything that you are eating and store that shit as fat. 
Do you know what I mean? So to build up that energy reserve that we have to continually keep relying on because you continually go all day without eating. So the same thing with water. So this is why those notifications are in there. You might have to set reminders. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means that you need some reminding until it becomes your new habit. You know, that's all. So that's why using our app is so great that way. Hi, Angela. Had an amazing day yesterday with my mama. I love hearing that. Going to the devil's game as, as an early Mother's Day, arenas don't offer many healthy options, but try to stick to a better protein, sausage with veggies and chicken. Didn't get the water in as with an hour train ride and packed arena was fearful of needing to hold it, which is a note I hear, which is a no-no. That's right. But got a lot in the way uh, on the way home and noticed how thirsty and dehydrated I was at this. That you're you're not always going to be perfect because you're not always going to be able to. But, but that's okay because the effort that you do make makes a big difference. You know, like that's like the little bit of effort that you did make is going to make a big difference today in the way that you're feeling. You're going to wake up feeling way better than if you would have eaten the, you know, whatever sausage on a bun and the things and whatever and had the popcorn and salted up and that would have been fun. Yeah. You would have felt like garbage today. So you know, you made the best choices possible. You don't feel as bad as you could have felt. And that's way more motivating, you know? All right, I'm going to do a couple more questions here. Uh, day 10 of COVID, uh, really bad. Oh, Loretta, send you lots of healing buds. Caught while traveling to Europe and back. I've kept up with water, not food. Started uh, good with food today. Can't wait to be healthier, feel better. Isn't that everything? Isn't that everything when you're so sick and you're just like, if I could just feel better, do you know? And this is an opportunity to actively do the things you can to feel as best as possible. 10 pounds lighter from sickness, but not thinking about the scale so much, just wanting to be healthier. Yeah, so... So when you are sick, it's like its own, it's like its own tweak, right? So each week, as if you're new to the program, each week, we're going to actually be making changes to the food plan, which is why it's so important that you're consistent about it. Now, being consistent with the food plan, um, lets your body believe that you're going to continue to give it what it needs. So it addresses your body feeling the need to store fat. Um, it also, when you're spreading your food out like that and you're, you know, it's going to affect your portion sizes. So you're going to notice your portion is going to naturally start to decrease, especially when you're making the food choices you're making, bumping up your proteins and fats, like you are feeding into your satiety hormones, eliminating any processed foods, high sugars, those kinds of stuff, allow your body to decrease the amount of insulin that it's, you're, it's used to using in, in, in your food you're consuming. So it's so important for a variety of reasons to be so consistent with food plan because we're going to be making changes to it moving forward. So sickness is like its own tweak. Sickness already has the body's attention. So your sickness, you're, you, we're piggybacking the body's natural detox response to get the fat out. Your body's natural detox response happens on a daily basis. Um, but also when you're sick, right? When you have a cold or flu virus, when you have food poisoning, when you have your menstrual cycle, like it's the same detox process. So when you are sick, you're, if your body's carrying excess fat and leading up to it, you are giving the body what it needs. It will release that fat. People are so concerned when they're sick about not eating, but your body doesn't want you to eat when you're sick because digestion takes up so much energy. Again, one of the reasons why we're eating so often, making the body work so hard for its food. So your body naturally drawing on your emergency energy reserves when you are sick is not the same as forcing and starving and depriving your body when you're feeling healthy and fully functioning. So I just want to get that out there because a lot of people are thinking, well, especially after me just talking about going all day without eating, when people are sick, they're like, oh my God, I'm just reinforcing this fat. No, there is a, there's a huge difference when you're actually sick your body doesn't want you to eat and it's drawing on your, that's why those energy reserves are there in the first place for moments like this, for your body to draw on in a time of need is not the same as your body being fully functioning. It telling you you're hungry and you purposely starving and depriving it to force it to burn fat. So, so when you come back to eating on the program and plan, this is, I mean, it's a great compliment to, and again, this is like sickness can be used to your advantage. Obviously you want to lose weight. I mean, I don't love that you're sick. It's horrible that you caught COVID but it can actually be used to your advantage. And this is why you're thinking like, and I, I've worked with so many, I'm going to be real honest. I work with so many people who will indulge and then all of a sudden they're sick on Monday. They're like, oh, I can't eat. I'm so sick. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. I made that same excuse. I tell everyone I'm sick so I don't have to eat for a couple of days so I can make up for all the garbage I ate on the weekend, you know? So you can't just fake the sick and I'm sick and I'm not eating. And then it's not the same thing. Your body actually knows when you're sick as opposed to when you're literally just saying you're sick to starve and deprive yourself so you don't have to eat to people. Cause I know that's a real thing. Who hasn't done that? You know? 
Oh, I don't feel well. Don't feel well. Um, so feel better. Feel better. I'm following the sickness protocol. Another person and astounded how hungry I am. Tested negative for COVID, but must be some crazy, ferocious virus. So no, tell you something. So you are either when you are sick, going to be not be hungry at all, or you're going to be craving carbs and sugar and, and, and really hungry. And that is your body desperately asking you for water. So when you're sick, the body's not interested in eating, right? Because it's just, it takes up so much energy. Your body just wants to focus on you getting better. That's what your energy reserves are there for. When you are really hungry like that, people are like, but I was just craving carbs and sugar like crazy. Yes, water, 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 water. The thing is too, if you've been following the program, even for a hot second, you're in tune to your body's needs. So you're going to notice your body's going to start talking to you and it's not going to shut up. It's going to keep telling you when you're hungry, when you're thirsty. So especially if it's carbon sugar based, then you're definitely not hungry. You are, and not to say that you couldn't benefit from some soup or, you know, some foods or something like that. I'm not saying don't eat and there isn't hunger in there, but if it's carbs and sugar specifically, it's probably water that your body's screaming at you for. This weekend, we celebrated Mother's Day early with my family, wanted to make my mom happy, so made potato pizza, calzone, and a baked cake. Well, in short, I pretty much ate that all weekend. This morning, I feel like crap. My joints are super painful, struggling to cut these foods out of my diet. Are you struggling to cut them out, or did you just go and make them and then ate them? And I, I'm not trying to be a bitch here. I'm just really saying, like, are you? how is that struggling? You went and you made them. So chances are you were going to eat them. I just want you to put the energy and the feelings at the right place. Like that's not struggling. Do you know what I mean? Like you made it. It's like you knew exactly what you were doing. You were, And I think if you were to ask yourself if you were going to eat it, you were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to eat it. Like you had every intention. I'm assuming, I don't know you. So if I'm off, I'm off. Sorry, I'm generalizing for the sake of this conversation, everybody, but Sounds to me like this weekend we celebrated. You celebrated. That sounds like fun to me. Wanted to make my mom happy. So you're giving her a gift. You, you wanted to make her happy. So you made the pizza, calzones and baked a cake, right? And you ate, ate that all weekend. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Celebrated. You enjoyed it. You know, it's a thing that you do. Sounds like all your mom's favorites. Do you know what I mean? How is that struggling to cut these foods out of your diet? You know, like, so, so that, so that I just want you to recognize that, right? Like you making these things and making a choice to eat them is not you struggling. That's you made them and made a choice to eat them. That's totally different. Um, struggling would be like on a day to day basis, or you go to a party and you have every intention of not eating those things. And then you do eat them, you know, that also isn't struggling. That I think is recognizing, recognizing that you're having a hard time, you know, not not eating those things. So then you got to break it down and say, why? Like, this is what I'm saying. You've got to dissect what's happening here because this is probably a big issue with you, right? So what's happening? Well, what's happening and why? Like, what what's the reality of your situation? You have to bring awareness to this because you got to figure it out, right? You got to figure it out so you make different choices. So let's take it back to, um, you made your mom this stuff. That's your gift to her. If you didn't eat it, what what would have been the consequence of that? Would you have, if you would have had some leafy greens and made some vegetables and some other side dishes that you would have indulged in? Now, maybe your mom's the kind of person who'd been like, well, how come you're not eating this or whatever? Or maybe she'll support you and be like, oh, I'm so proud of you and trying to lose weight. I don't know the situation, right? But go through the scenario in your head. What if you would have prepared other foods and ate those? Would you would have, would you would have had less fun? Would have been less of a celebration? Jill, because that gift, I'm assuming you made that because that was a gift for her in celebration. So, so how could you have done that scenario differently? And maybe you wouldn't have done it differently. Maybe you would have been like, you know what? I loved it. It was memories. It was a moment. I don't regret it. It was amazing. Hashtag worth it. So then you're not struggling. That was a one-off. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why it's so important to go into and dissect what's happening here. So, so you, that was amazing. You had a great time with your family. You loved it. Hashtag worth it. How you're feeling today, make that connection. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. As much as it was worth it, those choices make me feel like this. So then, so then on a random Tuesday, if you get faced with whatever these foods are, you now have been like, okay, as much as that was worth it in that moment during that celebration, it's not going to be worth it on a random Tuesday because those foods make me feel like this. Do you see what I'm saying? 
So that you have, that's why you have to kind of bring awareness to it. And that's how you do it, right? Sometimes we just want to own it's hard and I'm struggling, but that just doesn't help us. It doesn't help us deal with it, figure it out, have any aha moments about it, you know? So, so chance are you just had a great time with your mom, hashtag worth it. Now you're feeling it today, but make that connection of how you're feeling. Those foods, which you did make me feel like crap. So that's where, you know, next time you are faced with those foods in other situations, different scenarios, you can be like, ah, I remember last time I ate this on my mom's mother's day thing. And as much as it was delicious and I, that was a great moment, I felt like garbage afterwards. No, thanks. I'm good. I'm going to skip it. You know, are you going to skip it? So, uh, a lot of you are going to be uh, doing mother's day. When is it next weekend? Um, you were going to be doing brunches and stuff like that. So don't worry about that. Make a plan for yourself. Do you know what I mean? If you, if you want to stay on and and eat foods that make you feel great, if you want to eat and indulge, that's fine too. Just keep moving forward. Um, if you end up finding yourself having a brunch, then you just like the rest of your day just falls in line. However, if you, if your lunch is more of a brunch, then you can just pick up with your afternoon snacks or you have a little sort of a late breakfast and you can either get that fruit in still or just go straight to lunch. You got options with that. Don't stress about it. Hi, Jenny. I'm on my second round just back uh, from 14 days in the UK. Got so many of you traveling. I made a conscious decision to enjoy being with my family and ate all the things. Pub food galore up 4.5 pounds and finally feel in control. It'll all be gone soon enough. It was worth me enjoying myself and not worrying about the food while traveling. Hashtag worth it. There you go. I swear I do not make this shit up. I just randomly read these comments. That's it. And that's so, you know, to Jenny's point, she's been here, done this, right? She's got that work and making those connections and understanding those things. That's how we want you to feel after you indulge, after you go, go back from a vacation. Do you know what I mean? And it's, and, and it's, it's, it's whether it's control. I'm, I'm not sure because I don't like to put the word control in moderation when it comes to food, but you're not trying to control your choices. But in this, when it comes to food, but you, you do have sense of, of control in terms of the choices you are making. Do you know what I mean? And how you want to feel. You're, you're the one making the choices at the end of the day. I got to go. My time is up. I hope that you're so freaking excited, but I hope that you're excited this entire time, which you probably aren't going to be, but I know where you're at and where you're going, which is really exciting. It's like you're trying to get to Disneyland, but you've never been there and you don't know what it's all about. When I've been there, I know what it's all about. I know, the, I know the whole park. I know what you can do. I know how much fun's to be had. You know what I mean? I also know, you know, other issues that come with it, but I'm excited for you. This is such a great week. If you don't have the book, pick it up. It's got that checklist in it. If you're having a hard time reading the information, the checklist is also a PDF in the, in the group. If you want to print it out on your own, um, I suggest that you take that 20, that, um, maximizing questions checklist. There's 20 main points with a variety of different uh, points, sub points and headers and stuff. There's so much you can do to be proactive. Print it off. It's also in the app. You can go through it, pull it out every Monday, pull it out every day, <laughs> bring it to the forefront of the mind, all the things that you can do. So your task this week is to review the maximizing post, recognize there's so many things you can do to actually be proactive and try to be as consistent as possible with that food plan. Um, week three is where we start to bring awareness to our portions. So in order to do that, you want to be really consistent. If you're starting to feel bored with your food choices, good. I want you to start to feel bored. It means you're in a good place with it. it. means things are becoming routine. That's that's a good way to feel. Some of you might not feel like that. That's okay too. Um, but make sure you also reach out. Part of being proactive is reaching out for help. Well, I'm here for you. Our team is here for you. Um, let's keep this process going. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. And I'll check in later. Bye, guys. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.